Hello? One? Two? Is this thing on? Great. What's up? I'm Powerfuse, a retired goblin sapper in Warcraft Arclight Rumble. Someone paid me to tell you about this channel, Arclight Insights, and I never say no to money. These guys have podcasts, guides, interviews, PvP tournaments, you name it. <laughs> You've got what you need here. All those marvelous creations are engineered by the folks at the explosive Prisoners of War Guild. So, if you like their mumbo-jumbo, subscribe to the channel. <laughs> I did. I might even like it. Well, gotta go. Time is money, friend. Keep it real. What's up, everybody? It's Genesel from Twitch here, and I listen to the Arclight Insights Podcast. Hello and welcome to Arclight Insights Podcast Season 2, Episode 3. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in and listening or watching. Today we have myself, Gora, we have Spanner, Tapsnap, and Toasty. He's back with us this week as well, which is nice to see. Uh, Toasty, how's your week been? Week has been... Well, first of all, uh, thanks for the for the warm welcome. Mike, ca can we swear in here? If it's excessive... Uh... It no, that, edited, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I need to swear to appropriately describe my week, to describe <laughs> my week, because it it was freaking awful. I was I I had like thirty nine degrees Celsius fever. So no wait, uh, America still uses what Fahrenheit, right? Yes. What, uh, the, for the temperature as well? You guys don't use Celsius? No, no, it's all Fahrenheit. But but, but do you can you do you know what Celsius means? Yeah, yeah. I I as I work in maintenance, so I I use a lot of metric standards. Ah, okay. So yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I had fever, a bad cough, headache, but I I found a uh, nice video game to play in the meantime. So I guess not all was bad. Uh, but yeah, it, it's slowly getting better, but well, yeah, that was my week. Sorry to hear that. What is the game you were playing? Uh, Last Epoch. It's, um, well, Mini Menlo and me talked about it a little in the, in a Discord. It's basically, it's an ARPG, like similar to Diablo. Uh, but it's still in beta, so th there's... A couple of bucks, but I really enjoy it. Oh, and, that's cool. yeah. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. yeah, sorry to hear that you you had such an awful week, Toasty. I hope the next one is better. Um, speaking about uh, games like Diablo, uh, funnily enough, I bought uh, Diablo Two Resurrected this week, and I've been playing with the uh, uh, Necromancer. A very lazy build. You. <laughs> You just uh, put all your skills into minions, and you just run around the battlefield with the shields, co collecting loot while while they kill everything for you. <laughs> so I like uh, in this kind of hack and slash games. I either I either play with something like a barbarian or or something like a summoner. They are my favorite archetypes. Um, yeah, my week at work was awful as well. So we used to be six supervisors in my workplace. We are down to two. It's just me and another guy. And but the workload is the same. So 
Uh, it's quite insane now. The, I spend all my day running around a huge place. Uh, keep keep doing pretty much three times more work than I used to a few months back. So in the end of the week, my knees and feet are completely destroyed and mentally exhausted as well. So it, yeah, it's nice to come here to uh, record the podcast with you guys. So it's a good moment in a, after an awful week. But yeah, everything else fine. The family is healthy and uh, was hoping to get some news this week about uh, Arclight Rumble, but you know. We're going to talk about it, I guess. So my week or weeks have been pretty exciting. My house went up for sale uh, last Wednesday or this past Wednesday. Already have five offers. Um, I actually had 14 showings uh, yesterday. So the house is uh, everybody wants to get in here and take a look. The market is really good for the seller at the moment. A lot of people looking for houses, not enough houses on sale. I also put in my resignation at work for the end of the month since i will be heading out of maryland and heading down to north carolina here in about a month and a week so all pretty exciting my girlfriend actually left this morning to head down there because she starts work on monday in charlotte so got a month of peace i guess i i can't say that i love her i love you caitlin so what well, one question I've been just looking up Charlotte on Google Maps, and it's like directly on the border to South Carolina, right? Yes, yes. It's but you're really still close. being on, but you're still on the like North Carolina side. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, actually, be more of like West Northwest Charlotte. Oh, there's a there's a small district called Denver. Oh, also, <laughs> also, also Dallas. There's one thing that always. Like, I, I found it weird when I was in Canada that, like, small, small townships have names of really big cities. Also, not even American cities, also just, like, European cities. Well, yeah, like, especially the East Coast, there's a lot of European uh, names for our cities um, based on the immigrants that came over. So they named the areas based off of areas over in Europe. Well, I, I guess that makes sense. But right right next to Charlotte, there is Forest City. <laughs> There's a lot of small English towns, and I see the names all over the place in uh, in the U.S. map. So I, I live in a city called Dundalk, which is... Uh, oh, that sounds like native. No, I believe it's German, Dundalk. Or, yeah, the, this was a very heavy German area wow, for immigration. Interesting. That means I gotta visit you, <laughs> or Germany. Well, I I traced my me. last name back, and my last name's um is German. So there's stereotypes for everywhere, like Texas and all that. So is is there a particular stereotype for people from the Carolinas in in America? Anything they are famous for, or a, a behavior, well, or something like that? Down, going that going down south, you end up in the Bible Belt. So there's it's very religious, getting more a lot more religious than it is where I am now. But there are also a lot of it's a lot nicer. People are a lot nicer. Say hello, good morning, like excuse me, like here you people just want to fight all the time for some reason. Like the farther south you go, like into more royal areas, uh, farther away from bigger cities seems like people are a lot nicer what about you gora 
so uh, we've been talking so much. How was your week? <laughs> oh, uh, well, seeing as we um, didn't have podcast last week, uh, previous week I had some sort of gastro bug, which is fun. Did I, did we go over how long? Oh, yeah, the dog. She's still recovering. Uh, the vet took the stitches out, and then when they'd stitched her up originally, they'd pulled the skin too tight, so that immediately broke on the car ride home. So I just bandaged her up again and keeping an eye on that, hoping for the skin to just to regrow naturally. Got some family coming over for Easter, so catching up on all the house chores and yard chores that we've been putting off in one last week of frantic rushing around. Apart from that, yeah, been pretty good. So for this week's podcast, we were hoping for an update to have come through, but this has been delayed to hopefully early this month now. And so in light of that, we are going to be talking about an upcoming feature that we know about, which is raids, and we're just going to sit down, speculate, and talk about raids and what we think they will entail and how they will be implemented into the game. Raids. We are all excited about the raids, even though we don't really know what's going to be. And I guess we're going to talk about it now. Our mental concept of what we believe the raids will be and what will comprise in the game. I hope that the, the raids are the content that brings the guilds together and gives a, a, a bigger sense of purpose to the guilds in a PvE context, and then I hope that they're going to have some sort of GVG to give guilds a, a purpose in terms of PvP content. We had some episode about raids a long time ago on, on this podcast, since we've been doing it for so long already. Uh, we discussed the potential of Molten Core being one of the raids, and even Zul Group, and how many players would participate, and how the, the systems would potentially work. And we're going to have this discussion again with a fresh pair of eyes, with a lot more background since we've been in beta for so long. So I guess, in my opinion, the raids will probably feature 25 players. The system that I believe will work is if the boss's health pool is shared and every player contributes a little bit to the killing of the boss. And I think depending on the player's performance, you can go from not killing anything to killing all the bosses in a week, for example. I hope that coordination is important and it doesn't become a very insular activity where people playing whatever time they want in any way they want uh, is, is not important. I want to see coordination being very essential to kill the bosses and uh, where we have to actually discuss mechanics with ourselves and which one of us is using leaders that can all that apply better to a certain boss like that we can target let's say 25 people okay five of you will attack this boss five of you will attack this boss based on the leaders and that the units you are using actually make a difference to perform better against that specific boss i would love to see something like this but i don't know if the complexity of the raids would, would actually be as high as that in the game. So that's just my basic overview of the raids. Well, first of all, I wanted to uh, hop in on what you said, because um, I'm not sure if I understood you correctly, but if the bosses have a shared life pool, that means that every player is 
having basically playing a solo player mission, right? Taking some percentage of the boss's health. So how exactly would you have to communicate with with other players when it's basically a solo player mission? Let's say, for example, that's five bosses in a raid and uh, we have 25 players, right? So we say, okay, let's say Goris, Banner, Tap, Toasty and Trixie. You guys will attack uh, Lucifron, for example, yeah? So I want you to use leaders and units that will perform better against Lucifron. And then let's say that I die taking Lucifron on my single player perspective. Uh, taking him to 40% health, and then Gora would take him to 80. Tap would actually kill him and everything. So then the combined performance of the five of us would have a metric associated with the completion of that specific boss in the week. So I depend on how you perform, and we depend on each other for tactics, sharing of tactics to fight against that boss, like when we discuss Onyxia fight, for example. And then, based on how well the five of us do, then the game will decide if that boss was cleared or not for the, for the guild for that week. And the same will happen with the other four bosses, for example, with other players in the guild fighting. And then, uh, not only the combined effort of five players would count towards that boss, but then the combined effort of all the guilds will combine towards the overall completion of that raid for the guilds in that week so actually to play off that a little bit so there is more strategy even though we might think that it would be solo is that each boss only allows so many different heroes like maybe you only only one person can use Tyrion. no one else can go into that raid with Tyrion. maybe we have to coordinate who uses what heroes yeah that would that would definitely make it even more uh, important the coordination because let's say that i am putting most of my resources in growing Tyrion, let's say to kill onyxia and all of us are doing the same with Tyrion. so that means that some of us will need to sacrifice and actually use other leaders so then we can based on our skills knowledge and and all that we can decide okay so i'm gonna lock Tyrion. you guys gonna have to pick something else oh but maybe Maeve is not so good against Lucifron because she's not going to be able to deal with it. Okay, guys, so how are we going to do it? So we, we can start to have uh, discussions as a guild. And let's say the guys that are not fighting that specific boss, they can also jump in on Discord and say, okay, guys, why don't you do this? I would, you know, and I think it's a really good idea. And then based on sometimes people cannot play for some reason. So you need to get a replacement or whatever. So then you need to get this knowledge to to the person subbing in like okay so we, we're gonna put you against this boss uh you need maybe during the week try to level this leader as much as you can because you're gonna have to use it in four days against this specific boss so this is really cool because it's it will give us like uh, reasons to level up bosses that we, uh, leaders that we usually wouldn't and and even uh, units and spells that we usually wouldn't because they're going to work really well against that specific boss so i th i think that will that will be uh, an interesting idea to do that i don't know what you guys think you probably you probably have totally different concept uh okay so i was hoping to have 
um, a multiplayer mission. So, so basically, the the fight can be like similar to Onyxia in complexity, but I really want to see players having to work together to to actually have a chance against the boss. Like for example, you have let's say the the raid is a three-player mission. You have one player who's dedicated for tanking. One player is dedicated to deal damage and the, the last player is dedicated for spells. So uh, they might play a Jaina deck. And then you have like the tank player just setting up a couple of tanks. The, the damage dealer player placing damage dealers behind the wall of tanks. And then the spell player um, maybe putting healing novas on the team to keep the team alive or blizzarding any uh, opposing units that might pose some problems yeah th so the basic idea is to to just play together uh, to to create one a, a single army to uh, actually fight the boss instead of everyone uh, playing a solo mission that's what i would love to see but while well, seeing that apparently in other games uh, it doesn't work that way uh, i'm uh, keeping my hopes down or not too high well definitely uh, your concept is way more exciting in terms of this real-time cooperation between players and uh, it will be probably like like you said maybe if some players only had access uh, let's say it's a team of three and some players only had access to certain traits uh, let's say like if the game forced you in a way to have this holy trinity like only only one of the players could have more healing focused units and the other one would have more uh, armored traits stuff like that if it's if he was still in the game and uh and the other one more kind of like uh elemental kind of stuff uh, i think that will be a great idea i'm just not sure if this will impose a bit more uh, restrictions in the selection of members to the guild because of uh, time zones in, in order for people to be a bit more reliable to do these real-time fights but i definitely if there was an option to do uh, the real-time concept with players fighting the boss at the same time that would be great but one thing i would ask you toast is would you have multiple attempts with these three players and to get your best result against the boss during the week or would you have a limited amount of attempts? Because if there was like disconnections or things like that, that will be like a really detrimental if you put the three players together and one of them disconnects and you have only like a couple of tri uh, tries to, with the boss during the week, that, that will be really bad. So I don't know what are your thoughts uh, with this kind of situations in your concept? Well, but you have infinite tries and then when you beat the boss, well, you get your reward, and then you move on to the next boss. Just like with the Onyxia fight, or maybe in World of Warcraft it's similar, where you have your weekly resets. Maybe you could do that as well with raids, and then you have... Uh, you, you get gold every time you beat you beat a boss, and then you just move on to the next one. But, where yeah, you have infinite tries, that's the idea. Uh, I think it's going to be a bit more simple. There's going to be probably the raid and then 
say there'll be three or five bosses and you defeat one boss, then you can go on to boss number two's map. And then once you defeat boss number two, you can go on to boss number three. And each boss will have its own individual like map to play through. And depending on how, uh, each boss will also get, maybe it'll be a level higher than the previous one. And will probably be a harder, harder to defeat more minions like in the boss uh, map or something like that. Uh, depending on how many bosses you defeat will chunk health off the overall raid. The overall health of the raid will be a separate health bar in the menu of the game. So you might have to defeat a total of 50 bosses. If everyone in the guild of 25 players defeats two bosses each out of, uh, say, five bosses, for example, then you'll win the raid. Uh, or you could have 10 people that defeat, you know, four bosses each, and then a, a few other players defeat one or two bosses, totaling to your 50 points. It being much more than that, because this would allow everyone to play whenever they have time available during, I'd say, a week for the raid to be open, and then maybe a week closed and a week open again. So anytime during that week, uh, players could jump in and play. So it alleviates any pressure of time zones and things like that. Okay, that sounds good. So so the, the guild will have a potential maximum of, uh, let's say if you get five kills maximum per player on a 25 roster, so you would have a maximum of 125 kills in a week. And then there will be like brackets where the guild gets different rewards based on like different thresholds of how many total kills we got as a, as a guild. Yeah. I wasn't saying that, but that I, th I think that would be probably be, maybe yeah adds a little bit more depth into it. Yeah, like like they do with the PvP. Every time you reach certain points, you get a different rewards, different bracket. So they could probably apply yeah. something similar, and also have like a global ranking to how many how many kills a guild got during the week. I think that could work really well. But Gora, in your system there, what would be the big difference between dungeons? and uh, raids currently with with the system you believe could happen mm. i don't there's not it's not really they say yes so dungeons you got your three bosses uh, raids i think would just be maybe five instead of it being a solo effort it's a team effort and you'd probably the rewards obviously would be different so that of it i'm guessing there would be gold rewards for completing the raid and maybe they add in a new currency for raid rewards or something like that. You know what would be cool? Like, um, if if a guild, let's say, if you had like maximum 125 kills, and any guild that did above 115, for example, that week, they all got like something really nice, cosmetic, that uh, avatar or some skins or something. That would be really cool to display like a guild pride of achieving such a high level of kills for the for the week I, I that would be really for me that would be even better than gold to have something that we can show show up <laughs> show off a bit that our achievements as a guild uh i just thought of a reward that they could add in so you know currently in the shop how you sometimes will get the xp boost like the green blue yeah so if you defeat the guild does 
X amount of like so it does so well, uh, you get one of those boosts, but you can activate it on your choosing when something comes through the shop that you want to boost XP into. That would be really nice. Yeah. So you kind of like you say, and you can use it on your choosing. So if say if you want to level up Tyrion more as your main leader, you just wait have to wait for his uh, fifty gold. XP to come into the shop and then when you select it you can choose to apply the extra XP boost to him on that purchase and depending on how well you do it upgrades from green to blue you know all the way through up to legendary if you like do the best that would be really cool and if they did something like wow where the guilds uh, gain levels so let's say in a raid like you you got 10 points for your performance and then the guild leader could allocate points to like a sort of a, a, a talent tree for the guild like for example oh we got 10 points performance in the raid this week so i can uh, put some points here for us to have five percent extra gold to all members during the week or we can buy an extra member slot so now our roster can have 26 players instead of 25 so we can recruit someone else because we we, you know, just something to to make it more exciting for for the guild as a whole, benefiting the guild um, based on our rate performances. I think that would be nice. I don't know if this is a bit too complex uh, for this specific game, but it's just wishful thinking from me just to give it a stronger reason for people to be excited about the raids because we're getting something collectively. So yeah, but I yeah I like the idea so far. Going off that span up, maybe you could have, you're saying 5% more gold, or you could have 5% more XP, and all the guild members vote on which... Oh, that would be fantastic. ...like, reward they want to have for that week. That would be fantastic, because that makes the people feel even more involved as well, if they have, um, if they have a say in the direction that we... we get it, we... Um, using our rewards and everything. I really like it. It's all about... Make it interactive and engaging for everybody to feel part yeah. of it. Or you could have like like a drop of like two and a half thousand gold, or you choose like a legendary XP boost for one of your heroes. Yeah, like that sort of creates an interesting, yep. like scenario. And if, if they had this still in better, they could see how how often people are choosing something and then balancing the other options to make it a bit more attractive so then there is an actually discussion between the guild members of what is going to benefit us the most i like that and based in our current situation mm. so for somebody that's like got a core team and just wants to level that up that obviously want the xp but for somebody that wants to say get more talents that's like five more talents you guys all have great points i i do believe it's going to be a solo type of dungeon with a health bar as well uh, a couple of you guys already mentioned and you have to burn that life bar down over the time the whole guild and based on the remaining life total you get rewards based off of that or put in a rank system against other guilds to go off some conversations was this having with uh ranking up the the guild i think there should be two different types of ranking uh there should be a ranking based off of just overall level of the players and units in the guild 
So you'll have uh, maybe start with a guild of five or ten. And as you rank it up, you unlock new spots and different things. But also a ranking just for the raids where you get po- the guild gets points to put into different things like a percentage of gold, like you were saying, or maybe more XP or maybe even at some point unlocking two talents for your for your hero or leader. So you can go into um, a game with two talents, uh, just the dungeons, I'm not PvP. That would be a little bit unfair. But being able to rank up your whole team, because that's kind of how uh, raids work in World of Warcraft, right? You go in uh, and you determine how much gear you need, how much stuff, and then you kind of just battle your way through to start getting more and more gear to fight the bosses further, further into the raid. I don't think we should be able to one-shot everything. I think we have to slow. Should be able to slowly grind and build up these different rewards that we can get to unlock different abilities to do more damage or get farther into these raids. If every Kapati can run uh, one-shot the raids in the first week, I think it would get kind of boring. I think there's there needs to be something we work towards as as we um, do the raids. maybe with different difficulty levels you can do that too or maybe once we beat a raid that it goes to the next difficulty um i know there's games that when you beat a boss that or a level the level gets a little bit harder a little bit harder maybe something like that once we beat the raid the raid gets just a little bit harder the more hp or they get more the, the enemy gets more gold to put more units out. Something that makes it just a little bit harder. Um, because beating the same thing over and over again, kind of this gets boring. I want something to work towards. Maybe the bosses uh, not only have a bit more health and damage, but they could have like a an extra mechanic for uh, each level. Because let's be honest, this is going to... I think this will pretty much emulate World of Warcraft. Because our guild will be like the version of, well, when I say our guild, our three guilds in the Threads of Fight. Because I'm sure all of, all of the three guilds will be incredibly competitive. So we will be like the methods and the kind of versions of WoW. So when there will be, in the beginning, some guilds just trying to level up to even enter the raids, we will already be, would be clearing the basic version and then going to the heroic or mythic version of it. Like, so we have always uh, a challenge to look forward, and then the rewards are based on the difficulty. And another thing as well I just thought is, you know, when the guild members are voting or what rewards to get with the guild points achieved, you could even throw to the mix, like, do you want 5% extra XP for all the guild members this week? Or do you want 3% extra damage in the raid next week? So, because then people should invest, do I want a short-term rewards? Or do I want a potential for bigger long-term rewards in the next week? So this will create like a really fun discussions in the different strategies of the guild members and uh, how we allocate the rewards we get. So I think there's so many, so many possibilities to make raids exciting and... Uh, and engaging for the guild members but um yeah i think i like i like what you set up and i really like the 
the concept of progression and that is not very easy because I don't want our guilds to go there and clear the rates like 100% in the first month. I want it to be hard so we always have something, a reason to keep uh, grinding every day and, and to keep trying to progress our army levels and all that with different leaders as well. And I really hope that even though we're speculating and there's there's all these different ideas out there, I I actually hope they come out with an idea that no one else has said and 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 surprise us all. I I I don't want to sit here and speculate and dig into the game so much that we lose um that excitement when it does come out. Because I don't want it to be like, hey, uh, we released a new update and we go in and everything we talked about here is exactly what's in there. I want something that we can't think of, that they thought of, that we can't. So there is that excitement of something. So actually, you're the raid boss and the game tries to beat you. <laughs> like the Dungeon Keeper, I think it was called this game. That Yeah, yeah, you build a... a... Oh, there's actually a game with that mechanic? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So <laughs> I thought I'd come up with something clever that we didn't think of before, and now I'm just a fraud. Yeah, basically, there's like a group of people or a party that comes into your dungeon and, and fights, and as as you win, you get gold and stuff to update your dungeon, and they just keep on sending different waves of different heroes. It's, it's pretty fun. <laughs> well, it's a, sadly a bit outdated, the game, but... It will be nice if they created something a bit more recent with this concept because I think it's amazing that you are the bad guy and you you place you buy minions to put in your dungeon to stop the heroes from completing the dungeon. <laughs> you know, for example, when you do a raid, yeah, how how much time every week you will have to invest in in the raid, or are you gonna be punished for being a good player? So, for example, let's say Fieldsy, one of the top, if not the top player in the game he's very good at the game yeah so let's say he goes there and he just smashes through all the available raid bosses in the week and there isn't an available challenge right there for him to jump to at the moment like that's it yeah? so is he being penalized in terms of fun by being too good and just clearing the things quickly while everyone else well some will be frustrated but like everyone else has a a, a longer amount of content to experience by having to do more tries and enjoy the the raid bosses for longer because they just didn't clear it straight away i mean that's a risk as well because if the content is too easy the good players will probably get bored of raids very, very quickly and it won't be as enjoyable for them i'm not really sure if you can call that a risk because it's the same thing with every game ever Right, like even the hardest, the hard. I, I can only talk World of Warcraft, but the hardest World of Warcraft raids, the the best guilds in the world will clear them within a couple of weeks after they release, and then they are going to have a content drought for the next couple of months until the next raid tier releases. So you you will always have these kind of hardcore or even professional players that try to clear the the newest content as fast as possible and you can't really but those those are not your your average players right you, you can't 
really take them into consideration when when determining the difficulty of a raid. Yeah, that's true. Well, well, at I least just... my opinion. Yeah, 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 I think you're right. I ju I'm just a bit concerned that our guilds will be that type of guild. I don't want to be stuck in a situation where they don't create high difficulties from the get-go or take too long to create them. And then we we are uh, comfortably clearing uh, raid bosses every week. And then for the next two or three months is exactly the same thing. And then it becomes like a shore rather than actually something that makes us a bit nervous that uh, we should be a bit nervous every time okay the guild is the the raid is coming people are a bit nervous because they want to perform well because they know the the, the guild is depend on it and there is an element of a good chance of failure i don't want us to just steamroll through those raid bosses every week because that will be actually really detrimental to the health of the guild and that's that's just what i'm thinking about I don't want us to be in that situation. Um, maybe they could implement... I was just thinking about, like, WoW raids. So, back, I think it was, like, Wrath in Uldora, where they introduced, like, on-demand hard modes. So, depending on what you did within that raid, there were certain things you could do on each boss, or most bosses, I think, where it activate a hard mode, so you'd get better loot. But the challenge would increase, so maybe they could do something like that. Where we say restrict which like uh, leaders you could use in the raid for that particular boss fight, so you can't use say Tyrion or like any alliance heroes, and then that would increase the difficulty without because hey Tyrion might be really good on that map, but then you'd also get a um, increase in reward in some way, or you'd earn extra points towards the guild total or something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. A quick solution would be like if we clear. Let's say we 100% all the bosses as a guild. So uh, if they don't have development time to make like a heroic and mythic mode straight away, they could just say, okay, next week, you all your units and leaders will have 10% uh, less damage and health, but your reward will be a little bit better. And then if we cleared it again, the next week, it will we will lose another 10% damage and health, but the reward will be greater. So this way... It, it becomes harder and harder every week, but also the rewards are better. So keeps people interested in coming and do their best every week in the in the raids. Obviously, to a certain degree, that it should never go to a point where it's mathematically impossible to kill the bosses. But it sh the margin of error should be a little bit smaller every week, as if we are steamrolling um, the the content. Or you could just have a very simple thing like. You have in WoW now is you just have your raid difficulties and going into it you just select which difficulty you mm. want to do. Sure, sure. If they have time to do that, they'll be brilliant. Yeah. Even it should be pretty yeah. easy to implement that because it's just a toggle button before you enter the map and it just changes ten percent more health and damage on the enemies. Top this uh, the raids will be like your. I would assume they are your main. They are like your meat in the game in terms of content since you are more of a pve person apart from the campaign and the raids is there anything you would like to see added to the game to since you love pve so much to to make it more enjoyable for you um uh, yes i agree uh pvp should be removed 
Oh, oh, that's not what you said. I that's that's what I heard. Um, um, it yeah, I have I've I I can't stand PvP in its current state. I hopefully they do something with it. Um, maybe have like a PvP reward system for the guild. Maybe there be three different types of rewards for the guild. So PvP gives you rewards for PvP. Uh, raids for raids and then this overall leveling for content i know there's been rumors about uh co-op modes and things of that nature i think that would be fun to be able to go in and have to like basically like discuss what each team has to consist of to uh, beat certain levels as a team and you i i i don't want the same hero to be used so each person has to use a different hero maybe it'll come down even further to what like like uh it was mentioned earlier that you can't use certain leaders or factions uh to beat different things i'm just excited for the raids to tell you the truth like i, I know i haven't played much actually log i log in at least once a week to get some rewards and and things of that but haven't really tried to push any content I'm sure I probably could beat Oni if I wanted to um, and put some more time into it. I just don't have any desire with there's nothing more after that. I kind of burnt myself out a little bit. But I, I think the big downfall of the game for me right now is not being able to change those uh, them spots on my team. Uh, I'm kind of stuck with what I picked at the beginning and not knowing what things were. So the hero I really want to play is kind of like kind of gimped at the moment because I can't move things around the way I want them. Yeah, just on that note, take a leaf out of WoW's book at the moment with talents. You can just change them whenever you want, basically. That's really nice. You can mix and match as much as you want. You can swap them in and out. You can have like multiple, like you can have many, eight, something like saves. Or more and you can just switch between them so you can have like pvp you know dungeons raids loadouts for your talents it's great i do feel like there should be a cost to it i don't i don't think it should be free but at this point like we have so many different types of currency in the game that are kind of dead at the moment like for valor i have nothing to spend valor on anymore like it's just a dead currency to me just other restrictions to it. Let's say, okay, you can change five Valor slots per week. That's it. Put a cap on it, but uh, don't restrict it. Because like, this is a very, like, when we're talking about, okay, we can restrict some bosses for raids or whatever to make it the, this is actually good because it improves the strategy and the need for communication between the players in the guild. Like, we need to kill Lucifron. I'm assuming Lucifron is in the game, but I have no idea. We have uh, uh, five guys that will fight it. Not everybody can use Rand. So let's discuss. Like, you can do this and you use this unit, whatever. This is potentially a healthy restriction that adds for fun and strategy and depth of the game. The Valor Slots is an anticlimactic uh, restriction which doesn't benefit anyone. Probably the cash shop might be benefited from it. Apart from this, I don't see any nothing that actually benefits the players. And uh, 
and we've been talking about it for months it's still in the game i hope that they see that is potentially a bad idea and they do something about it hopefully it's not a technical limitation accidentally made into the game i don't know i i hope not because uh when they reworked the valor slots anyone with max stars couldn't change it just let people play with all the units they want you know there's no no need but anyway i was listening and, and trying to think about um but the the, the point is i'm actually uh, i i do agree with everything that's been said and because like the things like the 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 valor thing that you you can't change the the valor slots and you're supposed to do it because it it's just like there's no benefit in restricting players and and everyone everyone agrees that you change you should change valor slots that's something that's so like when everyone agrees you can't really have a discussion about it because yeah i i couldn't even think about any good points to bring forth trying to defend why valor slots shouldn't be exchangeable so it, it's it's almost like okay we created all these traits in the game now we need to create a reason why the units have different traits it's just so they cannot fit them all in the deck it's almost like somebody said oh i did all this work so now i need to find a reason why the units have traits." yeah <laughs> so what one thing that was always some sort of i i don't know what blizzard always like to do or how they like to justify decisions within world of warcraft was uh having to having to do a meaningful choice like when you when you decide on which uh, which class you're playing like when you're playing mage you cannot play hunter right so, sounds sounds obvious but in newer games you can it's been it's become much more common to change classes or to change specializations and i feel like blizzard always wanted to have the the player make a meaningful choice and players never like that when it comes to specializations i think in classic you had to spend gold to rechange or to yeah to re-specialize like from a healing shaman to a damage dealing shaman and in uh, like in shadowlands when you choose uh, when you chose your covenant uh, you had you had a penalty when you chose another covenant until they fixed it in i think 9.1 or so and it feels like it's the same thing here that they want us to make a meaningful choice and then when you're choosing that valor slot you gotta stick with it and you gotta make it work but it's just not what players want it's no fun when say i choose one valor slot type spanner chooses another spanner goes here's this really cool build that i've come up with and i can't play with that build because of a choice i made uh yeah. beforehand and did not know the consequences of that choice in the like because you know that was the consequences didn't become apparent until the future and uh, if meaningful choice is so important so why do we have random units showing up in the shop and we we have to pick whatever is there rather than 
not actually being able to choose the units we want from the start of the game. So in that case, meaningful choice is uh, conveniently not applicable there. So yeah, like we, there needs to be a consistency in the philosophy of the game. And there's no stopping people from min-maxing. Like people will find out their best and easiest way to do something, regardless of measures put in place. I think it's just the measures put in place can infuriate and frustrate players more and more, where they just give up and leave instead of enduring it. So I think the solution to like meta forming is just to update the game in a regular basis and tweak and change like uh, numbers on your units. So, you know, Blizzard will have all the stats, and if they see that everyone's playing with Unit X, maybe Unit X needs a little toning down, you know, a little bit less health, or something like that. And then people will be like, oh, okay, Unit X isn't uh, as good anymore. The new best unit is unknown for maybe a week, and then Unit uh, Y is better. But, you know, it just changes over time, and I think that's probably the best way to do things like that. That's what they did with the gargoyle. They changed the, they changed the the philosophy of the unit, in terms of what the gargoyle does, but they put the stats way too high, the damage, so everybody was using gargoyle, and the gargoyle was actually taking the fun out of some encounters in the game because it just you just cheese everything. So then they they brought down the unit a bit, and now it has a bit more sensible ratio of utilization across the board so that's what they need to do like if everybody's copying each other's builds with little variation it means the problem is in the balance not in the not in the fact that you can use every unit available to build your decks so valor is my biggest pet peeve in the game valor like the day that they remove the valor or make it very very cheap to change or something it's is the day that my uh, optimism about the game goes up quite a lot. The day, the day they remove Valor. I, I really, really dislike the Valor discre- uh, restrictions. It actually pisses me off, to be honest. It, because it doesn't ben- benefit anyone in the player base. Alright, so we've talked and speculated about raids. We'll see... I guess we can look back on this and see if any of us got any of these uh, right when the actual raids do come out. We do have a little bit of exciting news. There is hopefully a interview coming up with uh, someone from Blizzard in the near future. So we're very much looking forward to that. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see when that is exactly and how that pans out. Uh, thanks again, everyone, for tuning in and listening. And thanks to Spanner, Tap, and Toasty for joining me today for the podcast. And hopefully everyone has a good week. I'll catch you all later. See you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. See ya.